Hi, I'm Noelle. And I'm Mariana. And this is The, the Bliss, Bliss Project. Project. We decided to start this podcast to share topics and information we are both passionate about. And our intention is to share a positive message as we dive into wellness, spirituality, self-love, alignment, and how life evolves along the way. And while having fun, of course. So join us each week as we connect, explore, and grow with one another and you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I am super excited to talk to our guest today. Uh, I had the privilege of meeting her through a mutual friend. Uh, and we actually interviewed her daughter just a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I thought she had a beautiful story to share as well. So today we have Tara Smith. Yeah. And in becoming sick with Lyme disease 25 years ago, Tara became a health coach, working one-on-one with people to help them find fulfillment and optimize health. She's a Lyme disease specialist and holistic health practitioner, a mother of three, and the program director of the Cellular Reset Coaching Programs at Advanced Rejuvenation with Dr. John Lawrence. And they are leaders in alternative regenerative medicine and treatment for chronic disease, and with the mission of integrating the most advanced therapies to improve the body's ability to regenerate and achieve ideal health. Welcome, Tara. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you both so much for having me. This is such a privilege, and I just love what you're both doing and sharing with the world. So thank you both so much for having me on. Oh, my God. It's a pleasure having you. We always like to start our episodes with having our guests tell us a little bit about themselves and where they are. So can you tell us about who you are and where you are today? Sure, sure. Well, I'll start back at the, not, not, not the very beginning, but um, career-wise, I started out as a CPA. I was on a partner track with one of the big accounting firms, uh, Pricewaterhouse. Um, oh, yeah. I did very well, but I, it was not a career I loved. And back in the early 90s, um, we started a family. Um, I've been married going on 32 years now. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Um, And we were fortunate to have the option of me staying home and being home with our kids. So I did that for many years. Our kids are now all in their 20s and, you know, doing amazingly well. And, you know, it was a real privilege to be able to be a stay-at-home mom. I know a lot of women don't have that, um, you know, it's, it's not doable with having a single income. So I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Um, but at the same time, I kind of felt like I lost part of my identity, which I know is a mm-hmm. recurring theme for a lot of women in that position. Um, and I was constantly searching for my identity. Um, You know, I was always, uh, you know, summa cum laude, top in my class, yada, yada. I was a very, you know, a high achiever. And, you know, I tried different things that I could do from home while raising our kids. I got into network marketing and um, with a jewelry company called Leah Sophia. And I rose to the top. I was number two in sales. We had about 25,000 people in in that um, company. And it wasn't about the product for me. It was about connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of determined that that was the constant theme for me was connection. I just love, and I'm sure it's the same for you guys doing what you're doing, but I love, love, love hearing people's story, you know, what motivates them, what their why is. Um, And, you know, I just so loved having the opportunity to constantly be meeting people through that industry. Um, And, but at the same time, I was also dealing with some personal health struggles. 
um, about 25 years ago, uh, we were on vacation at the Jersey Shore and I noticed a bullseye rash on my arm. So I knew right away what it was. I'm like, oh gosh, here we go, Lyme, <laughs> Lyme disease. And I had gone to an urgent care. I was put on um, antibiotics, but you know that was so long ago. They really didn't know how to properly treat um, Lyme yeah, back disease. Back then, it was just yeah. antibiotics. Go home. It and, was. You know, it was. Hopefully, it goes away. Amoxicillin, yeah. and it did nothing. And I got so sick. And at the time, I had just had our second child, who was a baby. So I had a two-year-old and, and a baby. And you know, I just really struggled. And it was. It was tough. And I think anybody dealing with chronic illness can probably relate to this because I looked fine on the outside. You know, I was fit and um, I looked healthy, but inside I felt like my body was falling apart. And, you know, I went to so many different practitioners and I knew, you know, I knew because of the bullseye rash what it was. But, you know, I had some doctors say, oh, you know, I think you should consider going on antidepressants. I think this is psychological. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I know my body. <laughs> this yeah. is yeah. not in my Well, head. could you talk a little bit about the symptoms of Lyme for like people mm -hmm. who don't know, you know, besides sure. the fatigue? You know, it, I think it can be, yeah. you know, misunderstood. Lyme disease is known as the great mimicker. It can affect any system in the body, um, you know, so starting off with brain function, it can cause brain fog, um, inability to recall words, or you walk into a room, you don't remember why you walked into the room, because, it, you know, it causes brain inflammation. And I think that's kind of at the root of what Lyme disease does is it causes systemic inflammation. So for some people, it's, it's the cognitive issues. For others, it's sleep disorders. You know, they just can't sleep. They have that tired but wired feeling. Mm -hmm. For other people, it's, it's joint pain, which I think is what Lyme disease is classically known for. You know, mm -hmm. migrating mm -hmm. joint pain. You know, your right knee hurts one day, your left ankle the next day. It's like, what is going on? Um, for other people, it's digestive disorders. I always say, if you have a series of symptoms that don't seem to be related, you should think about Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are misdiagnosed with MS yeah. or with lupus. Um, so, you know, and there's just not a lot known about it. And it's also very political. You have two different schools of thought. You have you know, um, a lot of doctors who don't believe there is such a thing as chronic Lyme disease. They think mm -hmm. that if you've been treated with antibiotics, you're fine. And you're if you have fine, any residual yeah. symptoms, it's, it's post Lyme, Lyme syndrome and not really treatable. You just manage the symptoms, which I am not of that school of thought because I've seen so many people recover years after diagnosis or, or recently diagnosed, but they've been dealing with symptoms for years. And there's all, you know, it's always treatable, um, but it's more at a cellular energy level, as well as addressing, you know, the co-infections and Lyme and whatever other opportunistic infections pop up. So yeah, Lyme, Lyme is a tricky one. Um, yeah. it, you know, it, it presents so differently. With when you were going to all those doctors in the beginning and nobody was really giving you a definitive answer. So how did you manage your, manage your Lyme disease at that point, I guess? Well, I tried all the traditional routes and felt like I was hitting roadblocks. <laughs> One of the worst experiences was, um, you know, at the time I was living full-time in New Jersey and I had gone to one of the big um, hospitals, medical centers, and I actually met in the office of the head of infectious disease. And he looked at me across his big table and, you know, I was just sitting at his desk 
And he said, this is not Lyme disease. You're having an allergic reaction to a spider bite. And I left there feeling so defeated. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and I know so many people out there, if any of you are listening and you're dealing with a chronic condition, you know, you have to become your own medical advocate. You, yeah, absolutely. You have to do research and it can be lonely. It can be very isolating. You can feel, you can question yourself like, oh, gee, are they right? Maybe this is all in my head. Um, but I just started doing research. I devoured every book I could. Um, you know, this was back in the 90s, late 90s. And I went through periods of, um, you know, flare ups, and then I'd be in remission. And I do believe that with some of these chronic conditions, you you can get to a point where you're, you're feeling fabulous, you're optimal, you feel great. Mm -hmm. But if you are, um, you know, if you deal with any stress, whether it's a physical stressor, emotional, it can cause flare ups. And, you know, I have found that with Lyme disease, it narrows the window within which you can live your life and keep it at bay, which I kind of view as a gift in some ways, because it forces you to really um, make your health a priority, make stress reduction a priority. So, you know, having that knowledge can be really empowering. Um, so in order to heal myself, I just, I tried everything. I, I had a very open minded attitude. I didn't rule anything out, you know, so I found relief with chiropractic. I found relief um, with energy medicine, a lot of relief. In fact, um, you know, dealing with, you know, working with an acupuncturist and doing transdermal, transdermal testing because the blood tests are about 50% um, false negatives with Lyme mm -hmm. disease. They're not very accurate. Even the top labs, it's, you know, it's not a great blood test. So I just slowly started honing in on, you know, okay, how can I optimize my life? I became a biohacker, you know, which I love. <laughs> like, oh, yes. yeah, what new tools can I add to my toolkit? Um, so it was a process. And, you know, for years, I, I lived in denial that what I ate had anything to do with my health. I yeah, of course, it's the last yeah. thing we go to. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. Yes. And I was, you know, I was an athlete. I was a high school and college runner and competed in triathlon. So I always looked fit because I was exercising. The food aspect came later and it was reining in some of the emotional eating and binging and, you know, yeah. all that, all that good stuff. Um, so it was definitely a journey, but a journey I'm very grateful for because it taught me so much about you know, how amazing the body is, the innate ability the body has to heal if we provide the right terrain yeah. for it to do so. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And it also, you know, it's funny, like I spent years searching for, okay, what, what, am, what am I meant to do? You know, I don't want to stick with it. I didn't love accounting. I was good at it, but I didn't love it. Um, and I, I was searching for something, you know, like a new identity, if you will, um, you know, besides being a mom of three amazing kids. And it was staring at me right in front of my face the whole time. And sometimes mm. we miss it. Like we're like, yeah, oh, I was like, oh my God, for <laughs> so many years, I, right. I didn't put the pieces together. So yeah, Lyme disease was a strong motivator for me to become a health coach and a holistic practitioner. But there were some other um, factors that also kind of pushed me in that direction. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you, you, you mentioned being an uh, athlete and triathlon. And um, mm -hmm. we know you mentioned at one point when we were talking that you had a major biking accident. 
Um, and actually had a spinal cord injury. Yeah. Um, yeah I love so was... my favorite part of the story though is about your angel. Oh, yes. I want you to go. Yeah, I'd love you to share about that too. But yes. talk about, yeah, how this because again, yeah. this is when you've had Lyme disease and now in the middle of this, all of a sudden you're in the hospital with a spinal cord injury. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got to a point with Lyme where I was in a good, good phase. I wasn't having any flare-ups. I, <laughs> like, I might do a triathlon. <laughs> yeah. It was like kind of a roller, Lyme can be a roller coaster, but um, yeah. So I had always been a runner and was looking to do something utilizing running, but kind of expanding on that. And I discovered triathlons and I, it was love at first sight. I absolutely loved that you were doing a little bit of everything and cross training. And I just loved that high, that endorphin high of competing. And um, I was training with a local biking group in New Jersey. And we would go out you know, from April through September uh, once a week for rides. We do like 40 or 50 miles in beautiful countryside in Northwest New Jersey. And we were out on a training ride. Um, this was 20 years ago, 19 or 2002. Um, so I just had my 20th anniversary a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, yeah, definitely a celebration. Um, but so we were out on a ride and we were, I was with an advanced riding group. We were going about 35 miles an hour, which is pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going down around a hill around a curve and I lost control of my bike. And normally you can kind of put your knees together against the front tire to stop it, stop like they call it a shimmy or a wobble. And I tried doing that and it didn't help. And my last thought was, oh shit, I'm going down. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's so the scary. last thing I remembered. Um, I landed such a high speed too. Yeah, I landed in a ditch. I had no feeling. I had, you know, slight tingling, but no sensation. Um, luckily there were, it was maybe, I don't know, I think there were six or seven guys on this ride. One of whom, one of whom was a college student who was an EMT and he totally took over and we were in the middle of nowhere, no cell service. So he sent everybody out in different directions, trying to get cell service to be able to call for help. And he had somebody hold my neck to stabilize me. Um, and you know, I was taken to a local hospital. Um, I broke my neck, um, C567, wow. and I had a spinal cord injury. Um, I broke my clavicle, scapula, a bunch of ribs. I had Very a collapsed lung, and you know, I did a good job. Gnarly, <laughs> exactly. gnarly I mean, fall. You're do it. <laughs> yeah. I did it big time. Right. I mean, you're going so fast. It's like the impact you don't realize. Like, like yeah, it just caused so much damage. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't know my prognosis because I had pinched a vertebral, vertebral artery. So even doing surgery was precarious. They had to go in through the back of my neck to address this artery. And I was given last rites. Like it was, it was pretty serious. Um, and I'll never forget, you know, maybe a day or two after um, my surgery, my neurosurgeon came in to me and said, you know what, you are a walking miracle. Given the way you broke your neck, you should be paralyzed. Wow. So that was my starting point. And I think what got me through the entire thing was really gratitude. Mm. I Beautiful. knew, yeah, you know, like I, I was so fortunate. I wasn't able to walk for a long time. Um, I was sent to a rehab in New Jersey, Kessler. I had the same doctor as Christopher Reeve, um, who is Superman. Oh, yeah. Who had yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
And, you know, it was a long haul. Um, I was out of the house in the hospital and rehab for a couple of months. I was six months in a, in a brace from my neck down to my waist. And I, or my kids were, our kids were eight, six, and four at the time. I couldn't take care Little of kids. them. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, you know, I had such gratitude with, for family and friends, everybody came to our aid. Um, and I, I, it really got me through. I had one low point um, where I had been in rehab and I was sick and I, they didn't know why I was sick. And that's when they discovered I had a collapsed lung and they sent me back to the hospital. And it was really the only low point I had. I just had a little, like a, a day's worth of a pity party. Mm. And my, my mom and my sister, Mary, both of whom are nurses, were nurses, were in the room with me. And this woman walks in the room and she's wearing scrubs and she's African-American with piercing, beautiful blue eyes. And she came up to me and she held my hands and she stared at my eyes and she said, God saved you for a reason. One day you'll know what that reason is. Faith is the substance of all things, hope for the evidence of things unseen. And wow. I was like, okay. And you know when something happens in life and you'll never forget where you were, or what mm. happened. I don't have a great memory. That I will never forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she leaves the room. And I was like, wow. So, you know, she's kind of saying, just have faith. You know, yeah. and there's purpose. There's purpose in what happened to me. There's purpose with my future. You know, I'm here for a reason. And my mother and my sister and I look at each other. The tears are coming down our faces. <laughs> and as if to say, wow, did that really just happen? And then my nurse comes in the room a little while later. And I ask her, I said, you know, Pam was just here. You know, she, she's amazing. You know, who is she? And the, the nurse is like, Pam, there's no Pam who works here. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. And that to me was a pivotal point. Like it kind of, you know, having that attitude of gratitude and knowing, I don't know what my purpose is, but I have purpose. Yeah, that's and beautiful. The, the theme of the, you know, the next chapter of my life, you know, um, and to me, that was a beautiful wake up call. Yeah. Um, and I think if you can, regardless of what you're facing in life, if you can take a step back and be thankful to God, to higher power, to source for something in your day, you know, it can be the, what seems like the most trivial thing, but if you can retrain your brain to focus on gratitude and kind of, you know, don't give attention to the negativity or the, the, the challenges of life, but focus on, you know, what you, what we have control over, you know, and the people in our lives and our amazing bodies and ability to heal and, mm -hmm. you know, being able to have connection with a higher power to help guide us. Anything is possible. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a huge, you know, kind of, turned me in a certain direction in life. And I ended up becoming a health coach uh, and working one-on-one -on -one with clients and just, you know, helping them basically build up a toolkit for things to help them feel empowered and just living their best life to have that level of fulfillment on all levels, whether it was, you know, health related, career, relationship, spirituality, everything, you know? So uh, what I loved about it is that with each person, it would look different, you know, based yeah. on mm -hmm. those are. And I loved, you know, I'm all about connecting. So I, I just love that. Um, and then another, the third uh, motivator for me in doing what I do today is my dear sister, Mary. 
So Mary, um, I'm one of three girls, Mary being the middle child, and she was a nurse, and she too struggled with Lyme disease, but for her, it was far more severe, and it was neuropsych Lyme, if, if anybody's ever heard of that. So, you know, she's had MRIs done of her brain, they showed white lesions. She would say to me, Tara, my biggest fear is that I'm going to have dementia, and in some ways, it, it really was what was happening, and a couple of years ago, we're in the midst of COVID, She's dealing with some, you know, mental health issues as a result of Lyme disease. Um, and in a tragic twist of events, she ended up taking her own life. And it was Aww. hugely traumatic for all of us. You know, she left behind her husband and two, um, you know, uh, two children in their late teens and early 20s. And, you know, she was my best friend. And it was you know, it was one of those times in life where you have to, it's hard to think that way in the moment, but in part of the grieving process, it, I, I viewed it as, okay, you know, there has to be purpose to this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. For me, that purpose was making sure that I could serve as many people and let them know that there's always hope. And that's kind of what led me to what I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah, well, it's amazing when like these events happen in our lives that, yeah. you know, it, there's always that question of, could I have done more? Could I have, you know, was there something different that I could have do, done so there would have yeah. been a different outcome, right? And, but that was also that person's past. And so, you know, but what can I do mm -hmm. now? You know, how can it affect me now? And, and the yeah. fact that it, it came from the same, disease, Lyme disease that you're also dealing with too, but just showing how it manifests so differently in different people's bodies, depending on, yeah. you know, what's happening in their own, in their own body and how it showed up for her. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's interesting. I think there's a strong genetic predisposition, whether it's through methylation or inability to methylate, which is like your ability to detox, because in yeah. addition to Mary and myself, my other sister has struggled with Lyme disease, oh, wow. as had my older daughter, Bridget, who you met, yes. as well as my younger daughter, who I passed on to her in utero, and she struggled with seizures. She had epilepsy as a kid that was related to Lyme disease. So it, it manifests in so many different ways, but in my family and with my sister, her kids also had it. So, you know, there's wow. just, it's been a common theme. Um, and you know, I, I, it's funny. I love podcasts and I'm sure we listen to a lot of the same ones. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, so <laughs> to Luke's story and Ben Greenfield and, um, you know, just a, a, a series of um, podcasts where I was exposed to Dr. John Lawrence. Yeah. And I, I always feel very spiritually driven. And I did something that was very out of character for me. So I'm listening to him, him describe his own path with Lyme disease, which I had, and mold illness, which I had, and Epstein-Barr, which I had. Check all the boxes. Yeah, check, check and the then, boxes. you know, his clinic, Advanced Rejuvenation, is in Sarasota, Florida. And my husband and I live from on Florida. Siesta Key, <laughs> yeah. um, which is, Siesta Keys maybe 10 minutes from Sarasota. So not only do we have the similar history, but um, he's in my backyard. Yeah, he's right yeah. around the corner. Yeah, so I randomly reached out to him and I ended up coming in. He was very accommodating and, you know, open to me coming in. And I started working the beginning of the year and I'm now their program director. So 
we work with a lot of people dealing with chronic illness, in, in particular Lyme disease, mold illness, Epstein-Barr, uh, in addition to neurodegenerative issues, or and also people who just want to optimize their health. Yeah. You know, who are just looking to improve their mitochondrial function and cellular energy, which is kind of the root of our program, which is called the Cellular Reset Program. Um, so I'm the program director for that. I do all the coaching for our clients and I work in tandem with Dr. John, who creates monthly protocols for these clients. And it's really a gift, you know, and a privilege to be a part of the process and just to see improvement and, you know, so many people feeling like they're getting their lives back. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And then there's also the clinic, um, which is, you know, I can't wait to come down to, oh my gosh, I'm like a kid in a candy store. It's like, like, oh my God, biohacking heaven. I know. Like he keeps adding stuff. I mean, I've only experienced the, I call it the balloon thing. I know there's like, oh, the endonasal balloons. Yeah. There you go. There's like a fancy name for it, but the balloon thing, which is not pleasant by any means. No. But, you know, it, it definitely was an experience and, and the way that he does it is definitely more to me of like a ceremony, a journey, like it has this whole it thing is. around it. And, you know, it was very profound for me. I've had it done twice now, a um, little apprehensive to do it again, even though I should, but, you know, it, it got me looking more into what he does and more into the clinic, which is how we connected because there is, there's, there's something that again, I'm like you, like, what can I do with red light? Can I yeah. blue? Like what, what right. are the little tools? Can I like put in my little toolbox? Because it's not so much before, um, you know, growing up and stuff, it was more about like, how do I kind of look good on the outside? You know, I'm in good shape. Yeah. Have, we're mm -hmm. like, now that I'm a little bit older, I want to look good on the inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, the, the inside, the inside is, well, you, you know, you want to be good on the inside so that it's reflected on the outside. And like you were saying, Tara, when you're an athlete, you know, you were doing triathlons and from the outside, somebody looking at you is like, oh, she's healthy. She's not dealing with anything, but really it's like, what's going on behind the scenes, what's going on internally and like really being mm. aware and dialed into like what's happening in your body. And like you were talking about the different experiences that you were having with different doctors and kind of just, uh, giving you different diagnoses and it, it could be so debilitating to like not have a clear understanding and answers of like what's going on but like really it comes to like tuning in like you know your body better than anybody like what is it that mm -hmm. makes you feel good is this really working for you is this treating whatever symptom you're feeling and is this symptom um something that is being triggered by something else it's just so interesting um, like just knowing something's off and trusting in that and like you said being an advocate for yourself and like getting a full blood panel done, like doing the tests that you need to do so you can see the whole picture. Cause you might think it's a rash or like itchy skin. And it's really something deeper that you would have never known about if you wouldn't have actually like probed. Right. And, you know, I think in with, you know, with healthcare, with medicine at the end of the day, you know, nobody knows your body as well as you do. And if you are seeing a practitioner or a doctor where you don't feel heard, you don't feel validated, they are negating, you know, or, or telling you that your instincts are wrong, it's okay to fire them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? exactly. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, you know, I think people I, I, get so are hesitant about that. They've been my doctor. I know with my parents, they've been my doctor for this many years and I trust them. I'm like, yeah, but they're not giving you good information. Right. Yeah. If, if you're stuck, if you're feeling stuck, you know, it's time to maybe reassess and open up some other avenues, you know, options for how to uh, move forward with on your healing journey. Yeah. I, I went to a chiropractor. I was having something going on with my cervical spine and 
um, it was kind of creating, it's still kind of creating a little bit of a, like a numbing sensation on my right arm, really my, my right thumb. And I went to this chiropractor hoping that maybe an adjustment might help with that. And the first thing he says, oh, you know, that's just part of getting old. And I'm like, um, no, I'm not coming back. Sorry. Like, yeah. you know, it's not, I'm not looking for a doctor that's going to tell me, oh, you know what, you're on your way out. So there's no need to do anything. <laughs> like, it's like, no, I want somebody like I go to this, a doctor because I'm hoping that their expertise is going to guide me into finding better health and better habits that I can implement so that I can cure myself because I do feel that the body is so intelligent and so wonderful and like healing itself we just you know there's so many different things that people do with nutrition and like even just like drug abuse things like that like that you don't or even like if a doctor prescribes you any kind of medicine like you you have reactions and it's really right. being with your body but like I want to be with a, a practitioner that is guiding me through the process into finding ultimate health. Yeah, like the whole picture. Of your Absolutely. Body. And you know, you look at, we talk about lifespan, but it, to me, it's really health span. Mm-hmm. I want to be, you know, feeling vibrant and optimal until the day I die. Absolutely. You know, I think yeah. that's 100%. A birthright. Health is a birthright for all of us. And we don't need to settle, you know, um, there are so many different avenues now that can be helpful on a healing journey. I look at advanced rejuvenation in our clinic as being the big guns. You know, you come in, you and I'll, I'll explain some of the treatments <laughs> you like. Um, yeah. But then we have our at-home toolkit and there's so many things we can be doing, whether it's, you know, connecting with nature and grounding and mm-hmm. just, you know, taking a walk in the, the woods and breathing in those microbes, which are so beneficial, you know, like the good bacteria, in the trees and, and, yeah. uh, and, and in, our, in our environment, you know, that's free, you know, sun gazing at dawn and dusk, that doesn't cost anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, fasting well, is fabulous and like, does it, it saves money. <laughs> yeah. Well, people are like, yeah, but I want the quick fix. You know, I want the thing yeah. that's going to like, where's the pill or where's this, as opposed to, well, if you just did this every day for a couple of weeks, even like meditating, you know, these different tools and practices, you're going to start to see a change, mm-hmm. you know, yes. even like you mentioned gratitude, like the simple practices you can start doing mm-hmm. that will facilitate change. But I think our society is like, well, give me the pill that's going to fix me overnight. The quick fix. And it's also yeah. just like forgetting, they're forgetting the part that like, we can't make leaps and bounds of changes. Like there has to be like gradual, like grains of sand, but eventually it starts to amount to like something bigger. And sometimes we just want something so quickly. And it's like, look, your body didn't get to this point, you know, like the, you know, overnight it's, it's something that happens gradually. And you also have to allow your body to heal gradually because you can't make those extreme jumps. Exactly. Right. We didn't get sick overnight. We're not going to heal overnight. You know, it's interesting in the last two years with COVID. And I think a lot of people did have that mentality and then still do of, you know, just the quick fix. And even with, you know, I do all, all of our consultations and there's so many people who, are um, reaching out because they, you know, they're dealing with long haul COVID or they're dealing with vaccine injury. And I think, you know, they feel a little duped, you know, mm-hmm. like they, mm-hmm. they um, did what they thought would be protected. They were supposed and, to do. Yeah. 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 And it, it's very interesting. So I think more, I think more people are becoming aware and are waking up to, um, you know, self-empowerment as it relates to health. And alternative methods of treating. Yeah. Can you talk about some of like 
know there's so much that you guys have, but could you talk about some of like the main treatments? Yeah, I'll talk about the top few. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So so we'll start with we'll start with um, functional cranial release. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. So Dr. John is a, a naturopath and a chiropractor with a specialty in functional neurology. And he really is amazing. He's like, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen his artwork. He's very much an artist at heart. The clinic is covered with amazing, like beautiful artwork, all of which he created. And it's also his mentality. So when he is treating somebody, like to me, he's a very outside the box thinker. You know, he's creative in his treatment plans which is fabulous. You know, it's not going to be your cookie cutter (laughs) approach to health and wellness. Um, So functional cranial release is how it's what he does with the endonasal balloons. And it's a way to reset the nervous system. It opens up the cranium and the brain. Um, I had it done myself about a, maybe a month, month and a half ago. And to me, it was a spiritual experience. It was this openness. Like I love Kundalini yoga because it's like, you know, that, that chi energy, that prana, you know, rising. And I felt that way with, I don't know if you experienced that with yeah. the endonasal balloons, but did I was like, Did he put like, the oh thing around your hips too? Did he put the strap around your hips when you yes. did? Yes. Yeah. So like, and I felt my hips, cr- well, and I mean, I was at Harry's house and it was a different, it wasn't our clinic, but it was, yeah. it, was oh, so it felt more like a whole journey and ceremony because I yeah. have the worst fear of something up my nose in any way, right. shape or form. So <laughs> even to like get me to the point where we could start the process took about 20 minutes just to like calm me down and like, actually taking the time to get me to that. But he does that even with like a, like a, you know, he, he'll say, you know, have gratitude, you know, what is your, yeah. yeah, So it's, it's spiritual, even in how he conducts it. Um, Yeah. And, but functional in the fact that, oh my gosh, I can actually breathe better. And, you know, I was going with migraines. And so that was like my main reason to it. And, And my jaw like a really tight jaw was why yep. uh, I, I was referred to him, if you will, uh, through a friend. And it, it was, it was such a scary experience for me because it was a scary, it was like a very vulnerable, the way I can explain yes. that experience for me, because it was something that I clearly, even having the thing around my hips, anything holding me tight right. makes me feel anxious, right? Mm-hmm. But right. Like, it's like lack of control, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And, but like putting me in the space where they made like they made the space safe, mm-hmm. you know, which is what which was is hard for me. And it, on top of it, it was two men, and for that's always like an apprehensive for me to feel safe in a space with like two and two men that I I know well, like but not right. because of a friend, but don't really know. And <laughs> at the, so, you know, but it was this, it was this whole because I was like at the end of it, I was like, okay, not only did I feel safe, not only was I like in a vulnerable state and allow something to happen that was not something that I would have signed up for, you know, with bells and whistles on. But after the experience, I was like, I got in my car, I remember, and I was driving home and I was like, it was definitely more of a whole experience for me, as opposed to just fixing, going in there for a procedure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's also great for anybody dealing with any type of, um, you know, traumatic brain injury, post-concussion syndrome, um, neurodegenerative issues. So it's, it, it can be very powerful. It's a four day protocol. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of people do come in for that. 
I would say one of the other. Do people do it four times in a row then? If it's a yeah, four, day four days oh, in a row. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I did yeah, it like so that's what I did. twice. And that was like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. It's 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 uncomfortable. I'll be the first to say it's uncomfortable. But knowing it's only going to last literally for two to three seconds. Yeah. It, yeah. it can be empowering. Like, you know, it's it's like to me, like running a long race. It It's like m- mental therapy where you know, if you can handle that, you can handle anything Absolutely. Uh, with the, the functional cranial release and the endonasal balloons. It's like, I got this. It's only going to be two seconds. I can handle this. Yeah. And, and then, I did hear cracking. You know, yeah, it was so, so weird. Just telling me about it. Yeah, it's a that. strange, it's a strange thing. And, but but you, you know, know that the reward is going to be great because right. after and that, you're you like, have wow. to have trust. Yeah. Like you're putting your faith in Dr. John that he is going to take care of you, that it's, you know, he's, he's not going to hurt you, you know, it's going to be a positive experience, but yeah, um, that, that's a big one. A- another area that he really focuses on is stem cell therapy and exosomes. Um, and I would say over the past month and a half, he's really gotten very involved with people with hearing loss, tinnitus and hyperacusis, which is where sounds are over you know, they're very loud, you, you can't tone them down. So it's a series of um, two stem cell injections into the inner ear through the eardrum, wow. um, okay. followed by 10 um, sessions of a German uh, laser on the ear called Lumomed. And we're the only clinic in the country that offers either one of these and certainly both. <laughs> Nobody yeah. else offers either one. So it's, it's really exciting. Luke's story came in uh, in early July for the treatment because he's struggled with tinnitus for a long time. Um, so, you know, we're really excited about this technology. Yeah, I want my dad to come see. Me too. I was just going to say, my dad has that too. And like, he tells me he's always hearing it ringing in his ear. And it happened with like, we had gone to uh, Orlando and they did like the, it's kind of like a hovering, it's kind of supposed to resemble skydiving, but you're not skydiving. And I think Mm -hmm. the sound of the motor of the machine that was lifting him up in the air was so loud, even though he had like earmuffs on and from that day on, he's like, yeah, I've That's had bring it. Yeah, it's insane. Wow. wow. Yeah, so you know, it's I'm letting him know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I do all of our consultations. So I get to talk to so many amazing people and a ton of people have been reaching out who are dealing with hearing loss and tinnitus. And I can't tell you how many times people have said, you know, it's, it just, you know, it really impacts their quality of life mm-hmm. um, because it's constant. It never goes away. Mm-hmm. It's a constant ringing. So being able to offer treatment, you know, to people like that is really exciting. Um, You know, we do also a lot of IV therapies. The one I am most excited about um, is using a molecule called methylene blue. Mm. And methylene blue is amazing. It's been around since the 1870s. It's a blue textile dye. But what they've found is that it's very supportive to cellular energy. Um, it's also very antimicrobial. It's been used forever, you know, as an anti-malarial agent, but this crosses over to Lyme disease and, you know, COVID and mm. <laughs> it's a precursor yeah. to hydroxychloroquine. So it has absolutely amazing benefits. So we offer an IV in the clinic, and then we also have products um, that people can purchase through our company Mitozen, and I can give a discount code if anybody is interested in that. Yes, but. please, because yes, I love that yes. company. Yeah. I want to try the, um, the Zen spray. They were talking about that 
as much as I don't like putting things up my nose, everybody <laughs> was amazing. Talking, so, yeah, everybody yeah, was talking like, about that when we were at Harry's the other night. And I was like, okay, I want the Zen spray. <laughs> you know what I found? Like for me personally, it has helped ground my daily practice, my daily rituals of meditation. Could you talk and, a little bit about what's in it? Because it's supposed yeah, to be like gratitude, a right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have three different formulations of Zen spray. Um, one is they all have hape, which is um, like an Amazonian plant medicine, mm -hmm. tobacco almost. Um, they have oxytocin. So it's kind of a feel good hormone, if you will. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's you feel it like it's a single spray into each nostril and it's like, whoa, OK, it immediately hits your vagal nerve. And it's very grounding. So I've been meditating for years. I've been, you know, doing Kundalini yoga, Kundalini for years. Adding Zen spray with my meditation and gratitude and breathwork practices has made it such that it I never miss a day because it's part of a whole ritual. Um, so I love that aspect of it. And it just helps ground you. I'll do a spray as I'm sitting and I'll do, you know, a Joe Dispenza meditation or some, some Soma breath work and gratitude. I absolutely love it. We have an essential oil formula. Um, we have our extra strength, which is the strongest of the three, um, uh, you know, Zen sprays. And then we also have a CBD formula, which is my personal favorite. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of them. Um, I'm excited. You know what's interesting? My my <laughs> son-in-law Eric, who is my Bridget, who you interviewed, Bridget's husband, has suffered from allergies forever, and this is anecdotal. But he's like, you know, I have, you know, and he uses it. He's a breathwork coach, and he's like, I have not had any allergy issues since I've started using the Zen sprays. Amazing. So, yeah, a little added sided benefit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one looks pretty intense. It had the, the essential oil one because it had, I think, like cinnamon and like some stuff that would seem like it would open you up. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, you know, it, I find the others to be a little more potent from like a grounding standpoint, yeah. but I like them all. So you can buy them in a three pack and you can kind of experiment and see which you prefer. Um, but yeah, they're, they're fabulous. Uh, we also have methylene blue in a, an oral format. There are like these little blue bars. What's great about it is some of you out there may be familiar with um, methylene blue trochies where you put them in your mouth. Those and they make your tongue yeah, blue. Yeah, you look like yeah, a smurf. I, have <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. had a, 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 a popsicle and that's what it looks like sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's not look. It's, it's, it's like not a good look. It's not a good look. It's forever for the blue yeah, to go so, away. Like your teeth are blue, like everything's blue. Yeah, it's <laughs> not user friendly, but um, our Lumitol blue bar are great because you put it in your mouth you take it with water and there's no blue aftermath oh, i'm gonna know? try you'll those see. because the only I thing you'll notice is like, yeah like your pee will be this beautiful like greenish blue color that's <laughs> like the teal you're like i'm radiating yeah. blue it's great yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. and then product wise another one of my favorites is called sandman which is high dose melatonin, oh, melatonin and high yeah. dose glutathione Melatonin is the brain's master antioxidant and glutathione is the body's master antioxidant. So they're really powerful molecules to help with cellular energy and your mitochondria, how they function. And they also are really helpful with detoxing. So what's great about melatonin is unlike other, you know, it's considered almost like a hormone, but unlike testosterone and other, you know, hormones that you take, 
melatonin has no negative feedback loop, loop. So what that means is by taking it, your body is not getting a signal to stop its own production, mm. but yeah. our levels naturally decline with age. So, you know, I wear an aura ring, I track my sleep and my HRV scores and whatnot. And Sandman is a game changer. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, you know. You're getting um, that good sleep. Yes, I'm always in the optimal, like highest level range in the 90s. I'm like, this is great. So that, that has made a big difference. Um, and I love our NAD product as well. You know, a lot of people are familiar with taking NAD as an IV. And it's, it's kind of hard as an IV. It's intense therapy. as an IV. It's intense. It takes a long time. It took and me like three to four hours to get that sucker down because yeah. it, it's like I got it, so nauseous on that thing. Exactly. I was like, this is, how is this good for me? <laughs> right. So we, we have a suppository. We also have like this. Yeah, I've tried those tunnels. too. And, you know, what's great about it is it's so much cheaper. Instead of spending $1,200 or whatever the IV is of NAD, you can take it as a suppository. And again, I see great response with my energy and, you know, tracking through my aura ring. So that's another favorite, um, you know, uh, product that we have. So I would say the Zen sprays. We also have something called Glutastat, which is a nasal spray of glutathione. So a lot of us harbor, you know, a lot of us have been exposed to mold, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. in water damaged buildings. Most people are not even aware of it. It can cause major issues, you know, brain fog, um, energy wise, you know, chronic fatigue type symptoms, GI symptoms. I mean, it's similar to Lyme disease in that it can affect everything. And a lot of mold mycotoxins hang out in the nasal passages as biofilms. So our glutostat, you know, taking it as a nasal spray daily can, can help clear that. Clear that um, out, yeah. Yeah, so that's another great one. And also, you know, with travel and, and COVID times or whatever, you know, it's, it's, that's one of my go-tos if I'm traveling or I'm going to be in a big group, you know, a quick spray. I'd rather like, take oh, a I feel nasal like Wonder spray Woman. than wear a mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> as much as I don't like things in my nose, I'll take a nasal spray over a mask. Any yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah. Well, the day. mask is on your face all day. It's like, it's just so uncomfortable. I'm not a, I'm not a believer in the mask. But yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it just, it doesn't do anything good for you. If anything, you're no. breathing extra bacteria. <laughs> and, and like your skin's breaking out. Like there's yes. No, exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. So much well, good stuff. And how I fun know. you get to like work. I can't wait to go down and visit. Cause it's like, you get to work in this beautiful space and, and, and have all these like tools that are so helpful. And I, I, what I like about the, the clinic and, and what you guys offer is that there is at home options for people who mm -hmm. can't get down to Sarasota yeah, and actually go to the clinic. Right. You can find a program at home that could work for you as well. And, you know, it's, it's really wonderful because we work, you know, I'm working with people in Canada, the U.S., Mexico, Dubai, um, you know, we're global, we're a global society and it's great, you know, through Zoom, I do all of the coaching through Zoom, just like we're doing today. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it makes the world seem a little smaller. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's really a privilege for me to get to help people and inspire them with hope and possibility and you know we don't have to be victims we are empowered and our bodies are amazing oh so true <laughs> yes indeed well tara it, it's been such a an honor having you on and like providing all of this information providing your your story and your journey and sharing this with us and we always like to come full circle in our podcast and we always like to ask our guests if you can offer our listeners any advice on finding their own bliss what would that be Mm, to me, that's an easy one. Um, and the word 
that comes to mind is connection. And I view it as connection with self, you know, having that self-compassion, believing in yourself, feeling empowered, um, and, and just being kind and gentle and having gratitude, you know, gratitude with self for your amazing body, for the beautiful world which we, in which we live. Um, so that's the first comp component of connection to me. The second one is, is, you know, our community, our friends, our family, we are social beings. And, mm -hmm. you know, I can tell you from my own journey with, you know, breaking my neck and having to rely on family and friends just to get by, you know, we go through periods of time where we, I, I, I believe we're all, we're all love. We're all, you know, here to serve one another. And I've been on the receiving end of that with much gratitude. And I've been on the giving end of that. And, you know, our lives are so much richer when we're creating memory, memories with others and where, you know, we can just have that sense of community and bonding. You know, I think that's what life is all about. Um, yeah, and to me, the, yeah. And the third connection would be, you know, and, and for me, it's God, it's higher power, it's source. Mm -hmm. We don't have, we're not on this road alone. You know, we, yeah. I give it up to God every day. I'll say, you know, I want to serve others. Show me the way I'm open, you know, just yeah. show me, yeah. guide me. And, you know, I believe in surrender, you know, that if we trust and have faith in a higher power that, you know, there's this life force, God, you know, creator, that's always with us and has our best interest at heart. You know, we, we don't have to go it alone. We don't have to control everything. It's okay to just give it up. I love yeah. that. Surrendering mm, so, good. so good. Yes, Tara, thank you so much. So really. if people want to learn more about you or connect with the clinic, um, if you mm -hmm. can give us that information, that would be awesome. And we'll also include it in the show notes along mm -hmm. with the discount code you mentioned. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give a few things. I'll give my email address. That's probably the easiest way to reach me directly, which is mitozenhealth at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in ordering any products that we spoke about, you can go to our website for products, which is mitozen.com backslash Tara Smith, T-A-R-A Smith. And then you'll get a 5% discount if you enter Tara Smith. Um, as the coupon. Nice. Uh, and if you're interested at all in connecting on coaching or coming into the clinic to have any um, treatments done, you can reach out to us at advancedrejuvenation.us. There'll be links there where you can set up a, a consultation with me and I'd be thrilled to talk to you about what we offer and how we can best support and serve you. Yeah, I love it so much. Such a good conversation. So I'm great. so grateful that we got oh, to connect thank you with you. Yes. So this was fun. <laughs> so fun. Thank you so much, Tara. Oh, thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Wow, you guys, what an amazing conversation we'd have with Tara. And we're just so grateful for her coming on and sharing her experience and her story. And such an amazing story of just overcoming different things in her life that she's now using to help others in the work that she does. And if you're interested in any of the products that we talked about on the episode, you can go to the Things We Love page and there is a link for you to get a 5% discount or you can use the coupon code Tara Smith. Yeah, so make sure you check it out. And if you want to find out more about us, feel free to visit theblissproject777.com or on Instagram at theblissproject777.